wake up, my queens. Hi, I am Empress Sharon Eam, bringing the truth of our stolen history. The mothership has landed. She is your modern-day Noah's Ark, bringing knowledge and understanding of your lost past. Get ready for enlightenment with eyes can see. Hi everyone, thank you for tuning in to another edition of, of Eyes Can See Broadcast. I am your host, Empress Eam Shadon Yisrael, mother to Israel, here to help teach you about your stolen identity and lost history. We are transatlantic slave descendants, the hidden ones of Psalms 83 and 3, whose names were changed to Negroes. We were stolen by the Bible, and by the Bible, we will get our identity, reparations, and inheritance back associated to the 12 tribes of Israel. The Hebrew children, we are the Hebrew children who are scattered worldwide to the four corners of the earth. So please share and make this go viral so that we can all come to our stolen history and knowledge of what has happened to us together. So the uh, topic of today's broadcast is a changing of the tides. We will start off with prayer to bless this message. Thank you, Father, for blessing me with this platform, that it may enlighten your children as to the stolen knowledge of who they are and whose they are, what has happened to us and what is still yet to happen to us, to bring us out of where we find ourselves in this place called Gentile rule. So thank you, Father, that this message may go far and wide to the four corners of the earth, that your people will wake up to their true history and, and identity of who they really are. And uh, in Jesus' name, amen. And we will go with Isaiah 61, 1 through 3. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to broke up the to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and a day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes 
the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. That is who we are, everyone, slave descendants, uh, transatlantic slave descendants, and those of us who are exiled to the four corners of the earth the 12 tribes. We are trees of righteousness planted wherever Yahweh has scattered us to the four corners of the earth. So let's uh, find out about a changing of the tide, a change from a previously stable course of events. That is what's happening in our reality, in our world. Let's, let's take a look at this. What COVID has done to the economy, to the restaurants, our sick loved ones, the elderly, funerals, weddings, birthdays, get-togethers, all types of celebration, our jobs, just everything. As we hear, hospitals are reaching their capacity. Uh, and field hospitals are being set up to handle the high expectation of overflow from them. There are long lines of cars for COVID testing throughout the whole country. There are long lines of cars for food lines. People who never had to worry about food lines before are now having to sit in food lines, who are able, you know, to, to pay their bills, who are able to shop for their Households, you know, and their children who were able to feed their households and their children. But now it is such a struggle. So we are to know, you know, uh, find out what, you know, this is that is inhabiting our lives now. You know, what this is over our lives. You know, why is it here? What, I mean, what, what is the meaning of all of this? You know, people have lost their jobs, they're losing their homes um, or their housing, you know, and a president do not want to let go of his past office. You know, this president that we have in office right now, he don't want to let go. He's such an infantile that he would put America in danger on purpose for not making him president again. He did not warn us about you know, um, COVID-19 when it first struck, you know, um, it was all about him. He didn't want COVID to affect his presidency. But as we see, it did. And as we see, people are dying. And we need to know the purpose of why is this here? You know, why is this uh, thing called COVID-19 affecting our lives and taking a lot of black people out of here, you know, taking them out of this earth? Why is this? Well, if we look back, you know, to the 430 year captivity of the Egyptian captivity, we can see that this all, you know, uh, resolves around the 12 tribes, you know, the, the, the children, the, the Hebrew children, as we see them, you know, painted on the pyramid walls, you know, uh, on the walls of the pyramid. 
You know, all of this is to let you know, hey, something is wrong with this picture. Something is wrong with this world that we're living in. Everything is not like what it seems. So it is up to you, you know, to, to investigate, to find out what has happened. Why is it, why is this happening? And why are black people out of place in this earth? Why are they going through, why did they have to go through a 400 year, you know, um, uh, uh, um, a 400 year uh, uh, punishment of Deuteronomy 28, the curses of, why did we have to suffer the curses of Deuteronomy 28? Why were we even cursed? You know, as we can find in Zechariah 8 and, and 13, you know, we can find scriptures that tell us about what this is that we find ourselves in. You know, um, why do we have to suffer these things? Pretty much because, as I said, a travesty has happened in this world. You know, things are not what they seem. And Yahweh is coming back for his children. But before he does that, he will let the world know that there are certain things that have happened in this world. And these things are not accurate. You know, the picture that they paint is not the true picture. You have, like I said, you know, uh, as us, a tribe of people, we're out of place. We come from the continent of Africa. Um, the Middle East was renamed Middle East. It is actually the northern part of Africa, you all. And that is a place where we find ourselves coming from. If you read scripture and you can, you know, associate the right people with the right, you know, um, uh, uh, parts of the earth that they come from. So as we will see, we will see that this is all a facade. You know, uh, uh, a cover has been pulled over the earth. A cover has been pulled over the eyes of the people. A different story was told. And, and, and identities have been assigned to different people. You know, that was not their identity. So we have to get to the bottom of this, you all, and we have to know what has happened. And we have to, you know, put ourselves in the right place to find out how does this involve black people and how we get up out of this, you know? So that is what I'm here to tell you, you know, to help teach you. How do we get around what has happened to us? How do we come up out of this thing, you know? So... At the beginning of the year, let's start off with the beginning of the year, what has happened in this earth, what has transpired in this earth so far, and with our present, you know, president, and what part he played in all of this. So at the beginning of the year, our president had the Iranian military leader killed. Now, at the end of the year, the head Iranian nuclear scientist was killed. Iran was burning up pictures of Trump and Joe Biden. Joe Biden has found himself inheriting the results of Donald Trump's warmongering. Donald Trump has been spreading all kinds of, 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 of warmongering tactics, you know, inside the United States and outside, you know, the United States you know, trying to start a civil war or a race war among the people here. And then outside the country, he's trying to, you know, 
uh, uh, keep our allies well, you know, uh, away from us, you know, not not allies anymore. And, you know, uh, the communist parties, he's made them allies. So we must look and see what is all this about? Why has he done these things? And why is he trying to start a war? Although we know that he, he, you know, the president don't want to give up the office of the president, but why? Why is he starting, you know, a war inside the country? And why does he want one outside the country? Is it that he thinks that it will, you know, allow him to stay in office, you know, where he won't have to leave? Or is it because, you know, uh, they find that Gentile rule is ending, is at its end, and they don't want it to end. So they will do everything that they can, you know, to keep it going. But we have scripture to confirm that it will come to an end. So um, come on, let's keep reading and find out more about this. So if 2020 brought us all of this, we must know that we're in the changing of the tides for 2021 and beyond. It has started. Our 400 years has been, has, 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 you know, uh, been completed. We have, you know, ever since our ancestors were brought into this country in 1619, time started counting towards the 400 years. Now that the 400 years have ended in 2019, look what 2020 has bought. And, and, and along with it, a plague, y'all. Now, we messed this plague up with the Egyptian plagues. You know, what happened during the time when um, Yahweh told, raised up Moses and, and sent Mo- Moses to Pharaoh, telling Pharaoh, let his people go. Well, come on, y'all. Um, Deuteronomy 28 tells us, you know, in the curses of 15 through 68, that Yahweh's children would be taken back into slavery and the uh in, in ships into spiritual Egypt. So that's where we find ourselves today, waking up in spiritual Egypt, you all. And as you look at the continent of, of the United States, you know, this whole landmass of the United States, you will see that it has been set up just like you know, uh, uh, J- Jerusalem, you know, um, uh, 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 Egypt, because we have Memphis here. We have, you know, a river here, the Mississippi River that starts at the top of, of our continent, you know, the, the landmass of America and goes all the way down to the bottom, you know, of the United States, you know, just like uh, uh, the Nile River did. So if you look at, you know, Egypt, and then you look at modern day America, we have pyramids that were built here. You know, we have a lot of resemblance of what was back, you know, in, in Egypt here, you know, in America. This country was built. And I told you guys that the 400 years that we have been here, the 400 years, you know, that, that slavery has been a part of this land. America is not as old. America is just about as old as slavery is, you all. You know, from 1600 up until now. Come on, y'all. 
America was 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 formed or created or built up or was taken from the indigenous people who were already here for the, the uh, uh, for Judah's punishment here in America. That's why America was created, you all, because Yahweh promised us his day of vengeance would come upon us. He promised us that we that all 12 tribes would be exiled from the land. All 12 tribes are exiled from the land. So uh, we were the last to go into the dispersion, which we left Jerusalem. And that was, you know, uh, at the time of 70 A.D., so you could track our story. The Bible story is our story. If you put us in that Bible story and take the Caucasian people out and make Jesus black like he really is, then you would start to understand the Bible a lot better. We would start start to understand that this is about our restoration. We've already been through the punishment of being covenant breakers. You know, all of this had to happen because Yahweh promised us this. And just as he promised the world, he said that Jacob's trouble would come upon the world, but Jacob would be saved out of it. So we must know, everyone, that we're in a, a changing of the times, you know, just like it was uh, during the uh, uh, change, changing of the times for the dinosaurs. The dinosaurs had a time to rule the earth. Now that their time is up, you know, they had to, 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 to you know, uh, die out just like, you know, other uh, kingdoms and, 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 and different things that happen in this world, you know, um, is no longer a part of this world. But we can find the evidence that it was here. We can find the evidence that, that these things were here, you know. So let us. Let us study to show ourselves approved so that we can know that, you know, uh, uh, what this is that we're into and find our way out of it because there is a way that we must use to come out of what we find ourselves in, this, this, this reality that we find that we are waking up into Black people, you know. You are missing your identity. <laughs> they renamed you Negroes. They took our language from us. They stripped us of our identity and then gave us another identity after they gave our, our true identity away to other people. So come on, y'all. Stay with me so we can find out, you know, what this is. So um, Yahweh used plagues to defeat his enemies just as he did in the 430-year Egyptian captivity when he sent Moses to tell Pharaoh, let his people go. Ecclesiastes says there's nothing new under the sun. Just as there was a first Egyptian captivity of 430 years in Egypt, there's also a prophecy of, the set of a second uh, um, exodus. And you can find that in Ezekiel 20 and 35, which agrees with what has already been. It is a repeat, but brought forward into the end times. Isn't it about the restoration of the 12 tribes that, you know, the end times are supposed to be about, y'all? Yes, it is. 
That is what the scriptures say. That is what the scripture says. So let's read James 1, 1 through 9. So, um, and forgive me, you all, my phone keeps ringing. Everybody knows that I generally do my podcast uh, on this day. So let me try and turn this phone off. And that way we will have no more interruptions. There we go. So thank you for for bearing with me. So uh, let us read James 1, 1 through 9. So uh, the King James Version says, James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad, greetings. See, he even he, he's talking to the 12 tribes. So uh, this is to tell you that the 12 tribes have been scattered abroad. So that's in James 1. Okay, so let's read the rest. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. See, this is about the trying of our faith. And faith is the key element that we need in order to get through this time. Then we work faith with scriptures, just as Jesus left us. And that is the key. It is the key into getting out of where we are, you all. Because as I keep telling you, this is a system of magic over us. And we are spirit beings. And we must know how to, you know, uh, use what Yahweh put inside of us to get us past where we are right now. It says, verse 4 says, But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, and, and entire, wanting nothing. But if you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that give it to all men liberally and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he, he that wandereth, for he that wavereth is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. But let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. And let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted. We are in low degree, y'all. Rejoice because we are exalted. We, you know, the whole world is about to see just who you are. The whole world is about to see that light that Yahweh already put inside of us for the appropriate time for it to manifest and for us to look exactly like he does, you all, because we have been created in the image in his image for such a time as this. And all we'll see just how we were created in Yahweh's image because man loved to say we were created in Yahweh's image, in God's image. Okay, well, we will see the evidence of that because just as Isaiah 60, one through two says, arise and shine for thy light has come. Okay, but that light will rise upon you. Okay, and it's only going to rise upon those who are Yahweh's 12 tribes. That is how he will separate us 
from those who call themselves the Jewish people and are not. You can read that in Revelations 2 and 9 and Revelations 3 and 9. We must know who we are in order to come out of where we are as a people, you all. So, Revelation 7, 4 and 9. See, okay, with James 1, uh, this is a part of your spiritual warfare weapons, y'all. See, a part of our weapons is faith. We have to have faith. It says faith worketh patience, y'all. So patience must have her perfect work so that we will want nothing. That's a part of our spiritual, you know, uh, our warfare weapons. Come on, let's tuck that one in, in our, our uh, 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 toolkit, y'all, because we need faith, you know, so that we can have patience because it's all a part of, you know, what we we must use in order to get out of where we are right now. Revelation 7, 4 and verse uh, 9, verse 4 and verse 9. And I heard the number of them which were sealed, and they were sealed 144,000, all the tribes of Israel. So it tells you that the end times are about the 12 tribes restoration, which we are not taught because guess what, black folks? Y'all are the 12 tribes, okay? Uh, those Jewish people that are calling themselves Jews and are not only represent one tribe, and that's the tribe of Judah. How can they be us? We're right here. Yahweh says his children are under a curse, Zechariah 8 and 13. He says that his children would suffer, you know, 400 years of these curses. You can find that in Genesis 15, 13 through 14. So let's read the word for knowledge and know who we are and find ourselves so we can come up out of this thing and find unity among each other. So verse 9 says, And after this I beheld, and lo, a great multitude, which no man can number, all the nations, kindreds, and people, and tongues stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palms in their hands. Verse 9 is talking about the church, everyone. The church belongs to Jesus. We are the 12 tribes. There are two separate things going on here. The 12 tribes, restoration of the 12 tribes, and the church. The church will be saved out of the earth. There's nobody else that Yahweh's taking up out of this earth. Everybody else belongs to Satan, you all. Now, let's read the word, word of God, the scriptures, for revelation knowledge, for us to understand what all of this is about and to find ourselves, you all. We're the only ones out of place with a lost identity and have been renamed, okay? So, Romans 9, 1 through uh, 15 says, and I'm not going to read all of this. I, I'm just going to read those uh, uh, scriptures that are pertinent to the point that I'm making. But you guys can read all of these scriptures so you can find yourself. Transatlantic slave descendants who are the Hebrew children. We're going to start off with Romans 9 verse 2. That I have great heaviness, this is Paul talking now, that I have great heaviness and continued sorrow in my heart, for I wit, I could for I could wish that myself were a curse from Christ, for my brethren, my kinsmen, according to the flesh. Bless y'all. So this is Paul talking. Paul was black like you and me. Paul was 
this skin complexion, melanated like you and me, okay? So who are Israelites to whom pertaining the adoption and the glory and the covenants and the giving of the law and the service, service of God and the promises? Whose are the fathers and of whom are concerning the flesh Christ came, who is over all, God bless forever, amen. Not as though the word of God have taken non-effect, but they are not all Israel, which are Israel. Neither because they are the seed of Abraham are they all children, but in Isaac shall thy seed be called. We came from Isaac, y'all. We did not come from somebody else. We came from Isaac. Okay, so we must know that so that we can know, you know, uh, that we are separate from the church, even though by faith, it, it is it is what we need to please God, y'all. So we must come over into the knowledge of Jesus, you know, his salvation that he made for our lives, you know, uh, and we must use faith. So because we are the seed of, seed of Abraham, we came through Isaac. That's what separated us from the rest of the world. And because Isaac, and because we, we are uh, um, Jacob, whose name was changed to Israel, they were the only ones to be punished for the 400 years. That's how you identify Yahweh's children because Yahweh's children had to suffer the 400 year punishment, you all, which started in 1619 and ended and wrapped up for us in 2019. That's why our world looks like the twilight zone, like we stepped into the twilight zone, you all. So verse eight says, that is, they which are the children of the flesh, these are not the children of God, but the children of the promise are counted for the seed. So the children of the promise, y'all, are Isaac. They came out of Isaac in the church, y'all. So this is the word of promise. At this time will I come, and Sarah shall have a son. And not only this, but when Rebecca also had conceived by one, even by our father Isaac. For the children being not yet born, neither having done any good or evil, that the purpose of God, according to the election, might stand, not of works, but of him that calleth. Okay? It was said unto her, the elder shall serve the younger. So it's not, Esau wasn't given this. It was taken from Esau because Esau's heart is lit to Satan. That is the difference, everybody. Okay? Uh, Jacob was the line that the promise would come through. So that is why we find ourselves going through the 400-year curse and out of place and exiled from our land uh, for 2,000 years and have served the bondage uh, and captivity and even slavery 
within these 400 years that was assigned to us. Uh, verse, let's see, verse uh, 10. And not only this, but when Rebecca had also had conceived by one, even by our father Isaac, for the children being not yet born, neither have done any good or evil, that the purpose of God, according to the election, might stand, not of works, but of him that calleth. It was said unto her, verse 12, the elder shall serve the younger, verse 13, as it is written, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. Uh, verse 14, what shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness with God? God forbid. He created us. So he can do what he want to do when he want to do it. He can make whom he want, who he want. And he can make uh, one vessel for dishonor. He can make another for honor. It is up to him to do whatever he desires to do, everyone. So what shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness with God? God forbid. For he said to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. So that was verses 2 through 15 of Romans 9. So let's jump down to verse 32 of Romans 9. Wherefore, because they sought it not by faith, but as it were by works of the law, for they stumbled at the stumbling stone. This is what happened to Israel, you all, that we didn't go in by faith. We went in by the book of the law, and I will get into, into that later. And we have uh, uh, Hebrew people, you know, uh, transatlantic slave descendants who have uh, uh, come away from the church, who have come out of the church, and who have said that Jesus is not the way, but they don't know. The way that God set this thing up, he put everything inside of us that we would need to prosper and have good success. He put everything inside of us in order to know how to come out of this fight that we're in, that when we wake up, that this is the spiritual awakening that we are finding ourselves waking up into, and that we, you know, we're finding ourselves being killed, you know, uh, um, you know, by the police, you know, they're killing our people, you know, they're killing the men, they're killing the women, they're killing the children, you know, then we have black on black crime. We have all of this, this, this death going on with black people. Now we have a plague among us. And then even with Revelation 7 that I read earlier, it says that there will be 12,000 per tribe coming up out of this, you all, because that is the way Yahweh chose to do it so that he can show the world, hey, these are my children that I sent into captivity and into bondage and into a curse so that they, because they were covenant breakers, that they could, that they could pay you know, uh, for the crimes that they committed against him. And also to show the world that if he did his children like this, what is he going to do to them who do not love him, who do not regard him as, you know, their heavenly father, who do not, you know, uh, uh, regard them as, as you know, a uh, 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 God of this earth, God alone, God all by himself, you know, uh, uh, 
This is why he's doing this, so that he can show that he and he alone did this. And that it is him, him, all by him, his, his self, that would bring us up out of this. But we have something that we're supposed to do. We're supposed to use our mouth. He gave us scriptures. He left us Jesus. That's why he sent Jesus into the world, to show us how to get up out of this, to show us how to use the scriptures in order to speak to things, you know, and call those things to be not as though they were, to use our faith. He says without faith, it's impossible to please him. So there are there 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 is a way to come up out of this. It ain't coming by no doggone platinum plan. It ain't coming by nobody putting something together saying, okay, give us reparations, uh, give us land, and we'll move out, and then we'll go and, and, and we'll do it like this. Ain't none of that. We belong to Yahweh. We are his children. We have to go back to him. We have to give ourselves back to him, y'all. You know, he did this to us. So, like I said, by the Bible, they stole us. By the Bible, we are redeemed. By the scriptures, we're coming out of this. It is our sword. It is a weapon for the times that we are living in this day and age, y'all. We must understand this. So, come on. Let's see what faith gets us. When we use our faith along with the word of God, the way the way that Jesus taught us to, to do it, let's see what faith gets us, y'all. Okay, so... um. Let's read 11, uh, Hebrews 11, 8 through 19. By faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place where he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out, not knowing where he was going. By faith, he dwelled in the land of the promise as in a foreign country, dwelling in the tents of Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. But he waited for the country which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. By faith, Sarah herself also received strength to conceive seed. And she bore a child when she was past the age, a childbearing, y'all, because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore, for one man and him as good as dead were born as many, the stars of the sky and multitude innumerable as the sand which is by the seashore these all died in faith not having received the promises but having seen them afar all were assured of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims of the earth but those who say such things declare plainly that they seek a homeland. And truly, if they had called to mind that country from which they had come out, they would have had opportunity to return. But now, with which they had come, but now they desire better. That is a heavenly country. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, but he has prepared a city for them. By faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac, and he who had received the promise offered up his only begotten son, of whom it was said, in Isaac, your seed shall be called, concluding that God was able to raise him up even from the dead, from which he 
also received him in a figurative sense, everybody. So we are waking up to a system of magic that controlled our lives for 400 years and still controlling our lives until we wake up to know how to get up out of this, y'all. Just as the Willie Lynch letter told us about breaking and controlling slaves, how to break your slaves and how to control your slaves, you know, to those slave masters and how they did it. A lot of terror and abuse was used on our ancestors during slavery and on through Jim Crow, onwards through an unjust and double standard system designed to contain transatlantic slave descendants, which are the Hebrew children. So this thing has followed up to us, y'all. You know, it started off with the Willie Lynch, you know, uh, letter. How how they, they, they use, you know, these different things, you know, to break us and then to control us. That thing is still with us today. Where did it go, y'all? You know, they did this to us for 264 years. That's how long slavery lasted. So where did all that mess go, y'all? Where did the terror go that went into breaking us and making us into slaves? You know, that's why Yahweh says that Jacob's trouble will come upon the earth for what they did to his children. But he said Jacob would be saved out of it. So as we walk out our lives and use our faith along with our spiritual warfare weapons, it will become easier if we get a scripture or a praise or a worship song uh, that strengthens us and also fights the adversary. Y'all, we are to wear our faith as a shield and buckler along with our warfare gear using our spiritual weapons daily. Some of our children are already equipped with faith and know how to use their warfare gear and spiritual warfare weapons because they know scripture. So even our babies, our babies that know scripture have spiritual warfare weapons and they have the uh, the armor to put on, to use. Even our babes, one of them could put a thousand to flight. Two of them together can put ten thousand to flight. They're already equipped. It's already in us, y'all. It's in us. It's in our mouths. It flows through our belly like a river of living water and come up through our mouths like a spiritual sword, y'all. That's why the scriptures is so important to us and for us, you all. And even though uh, you know, uh, this world system, you know, these people in this world know scripture. So what? They can't use it against us. Scripture can't be used against us to, to what, what, what does scripture say? And, and, um, Genesis, uh, uh, 49, uh, 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 eight through 12, I believe it is with, with, um, uh, uh, what was was pronounced on Judah? We are the tribe of Judah. It says that that um, a lawgiver will not depart from between our feet. It says that we are kings, we are priests, y'all. So it is said that that you know we are. If we use the scriptures, that we can get out of this. 
that we have the authority. Jesus left us the authority. He even came to show us how to use the scriptures to fight this good fight of faith, y'all. So I'm going to point out your spiritual warfare weapons and your spiritual armor that you must use to get through this evil day while we're passing through this system called Gentile rule, y'all. It is about to end over our lives, okay? We're at the end of the thing, y'all. So uh, it becomes easy when we get a scripture or a praise or a worship song that scriptures us and also fights the adversary. We're to wear faith as our shield and buckler, okay? So uh, as our children, you know, have are, are already equipped with these warfare weapons and our spiritual armor, uh, we must know that the word of God is quick, it's alive, it's powerful, it's sharper than any double-edged sword. The battle is already won, y'all. It's a finished work that Jesus already performed for us. Now, that's what he did. And then a lot of people talking about Jesus ain't real. Well, you know what? You neglect your spiritual warfare weapons. You neglect your spiritual armor. You neglect the power and the authority he left to you when you say that he is not who, you know, the word of God says he is. Now, we must line up according to the word of God and agree with it, y'all. That's all we got to do. Line up and agree with scripture about who it says that we are. What it says that we can have. What it says, you know, when it says that one puts a thousand a flight, two puts ten thousand a flight. We must know how to fight, y'all. So Jesus has already given us the authority that Satan took from Adam and Eve. Jesus already got that back and made it a finished work on the cross, y'all. We have our authority back. We are now redeemed so that we can take the power, so that we have the power to take our lives back and change our circumstances and situations. Yahweh left it inside of us, and it is as close to us as in our mouths by speaking the scripture. So now it's time for greater works, y'all. The greater works that Yahshua was talking about, okay? John 14, 12 and 13 says, just as Jesus said, he that believes on me, the works that he do, shall we do also. And greater works than these shall he do because he says that he will go, to, that he's going to his father. So, Greater works, y'all. Where's our greater works? Greater works, y'all. Greater works. We're supposed to be in those greater works for right where we're living right now in this in this environment of COVID-19. We are supposed to be doing the greater works. Let the church do the work. Let those who know the scripture do the work, y'all. And verse 13. And whatsoever ye ask in my name, that will I do. That will I do that the Father may be glorified in the Son. So here again, it's another scripture, it's another tool for us to use. Let's put this in our toolkit, y'all. Asking anything in Jesus' name. He says that whatsoever we ask in his name, that that uh he will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son, because the Father left us in Jesus' care, y'all. So let's get on with these greater works. 
This is the authority that we have. We must use it to come out of our present situation. Our 400 years have ended. The containment is coming to an end over our lives because this is a, 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 a system of containment, a, a, a magical system that we fell into, that we went to sleep in, y'all. When they pronounced these curses over our lives, Way back when, when they sent us around the tree of forgetfulness 400 years ago, y'all. 401 years. Soon to be 402 years ago. So our world is looking stranger and stranger because we're at the end of a kingdom brain that is affecting the world called Gentile rule. It is a time-dimensional shift that has happened at the beginning of our fall. It is back to restore and return us back to our rightful place before our fall, y'all. So this is about Gentile rule not wanting to end. It is prophesied that it will end at the appointed time. So regardless if this system of Gentile rule don't want to end, you know, I told you that these people, Yafet was enlarged, so that he could throw our yoke off his neck. That's what it says in Genesis 49. Genesis 49 tells us about, about uh, what was pronounced on the blessing that was pronounced on the tribe of Judah, y'all. So so uh, uh, even with not just the tribe of Judah, but, but with, with uh, Jacob, you know, the, the promise that was given to Jacob to reign you know, as, as Yahweh's children, the 12 tribes, y'all, you know, uh, uh, it wasn't given to Esau. It was given to Jacob, who's, who was renamed Israel. So we must know who we are. Esau is pretending to be Jacob right now because Esau wanted the right to rule back. He wanted his birthright back, but he sold it for a pottage for, for a, 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 a bowl a red polished stew, remember? He sold it to our progenitor. Yahweh was going to give it to Jacob anyway. So if it didn't come that way, it was going to come another way, y'all. Believe that. Because that is the word of God. He says, Esau he hated. Jacob he loves. Know why he loved you, Jacob? The promise is on us, y'all. Israel. True Israel, the Hebrew children who find themselves in captivity and exile from their land 2,000 years, you know, for 2,000 years. Now, if the Jewish people are who they say they are, Yahweh says that all his children have, have to come back into the land. Ain't going to be no, oh, I'm not coming. No, Yahweh said all of his children are coming back into the land. Because you know what? Ezekiel 20 and 35 says we will go into, you know, uh, uh, the, the second exodus. So it's not up to you to decide if you want to come or not. He said you're coming. Okay. So so all transatlantic slave descendants and all uh, of, of the 12 tribes exiled to the four corners of the earth will come into the, the wilderness of nations. Now, if that is true that the Jewish people are who they say they are, why are they not all in the land of Israel? Because they are not who they say they are. Only the tribe of Judah is being represented in the modern day uh, uh, land of Israel, y'all. That's why there's so much trouble in that land, you all. 
So come on, y'all got to know what this is about. And we have to wake up so we can get our right identity back. So that America can get us justice because America know who she bought into captivity. Even the Russian choir is singing, uh, Negroes, stay asleep. Why they want us to stay asleep, y'all? Because they don't want us to wake up to our power. When we wake up, the world is in trouble. I tell you that. Especially when we're connected to Yahweh's word, to the scriptures. The world is in trouble. That's why the Russians don't want us to wake up. And even Hitler said, and y'all Google this on Swopes, on Snopes, Snopes.com. Y'all Google what Hitler said about the uh, 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 the, the black uh, Negroes, about the Negroes. He said that America has stolen the, uh, uh, Yahweh's, uh, God's true, uh, um, well, how did he put it? He said that, that America has stolen God's precious jewels. That's what Hitler called us. He called us God's precious jewels, y'all. <laughs> you better wake up and know that you went through 400 years, that, that the 400 years of, 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 uh, terror and, 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 and captivity and bondage that, that our ancestors went through and that we still find ourselves in right now is not in vain. And it was for a reason. And it wasn't because you a Negro, because that's a lie. You're not a Negro. You are Hebrew. It's two separate things, two. A Negro lines up with Hagar. Hagar is not our mama. Sarah is our mama. We were born of the free woman, not of the slave woman. So we're not Hagar's children. Please understand that. So do you realize that out of all the stories that are ever told about, you know, all these stories that we see like, like, uh, 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 the Game of Thrones, uh, uh, all these, all these, uh, uh, Marvel comics about a superhero trying to take over the world, you know, and how they make the world into being. All of it is about some madman trying to rule the world or some kingdom trying to rule the world and put everybody else, you know, underneath their rule, you know, trying to take God's place because that's what God's, God's, uh, kingdom is all about. If we read about what the next kingdom will be coming up in the earth, we will find out that, you know, the kingdom, it's not, it, it, it's not what the pictures of these movies paint in the end. In the end, they say that the world would be decimated. They said the world would be uh, uh, left to nomads, you know, with, with radiation fallout all over the place. And that cities will be destroyed or missing and people will be zombies or survivors, you know, or, or you'll find survivors that, that, that have, have, you know, outlived, you know, uh, um, you know, the, 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 uh, 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 bombings, you know, uh, the world, the, the world bombing that, you know, you'll find these survivors running around, you know, rolling around in other vehicles or however they're getting around, you know, putting other people under bondage, you know, or killing them, you know, or making them captives of, of something, you know, just, just all kinds of crazy stuff happening. Nothing but doom and gloom. Nothing good. It's all doom and gloom that these stories tell. You know, all these storybook uh, 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 
tale. You know, everything is based on this world. You know, everything is told about the story of this world, but they're not telling the true story. And it always ends in doom and gloom. But see, if you read the scriptures, see Isaiah 66 and 8 says that, that uh, uh, is it 61 and 8? I'm sorry, y'all. But it tells us that the next kingdom to rise is the kingdom of righteousness. It don't say nothing about no doom and gloom. But that's the picture that they, that, that, you know, uh, that, that the end time preachers want to paint you. They want to tell you that this is about, you know, uh, 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 going down into hellfire, that the world is going to be destroyed. But they don't tell you that a certain group of people is going to, you know, come up out the earth. You know, the church tells you, you know, that there's a thing called, uh, uh, um, uh, um, a replacement theory. Uh, that they will inherit spiritual Israel. Now, I don't know what a spiritual Israel is because y'all always say his kin- kingdom is tangible. It's something that you can, you can, you can feel and you can see, you know, you can touch. It, it ain't going to be nothing spiritual. It's going to be something that you can actually feel and touch. Okay. So we must know that the world leaders and the people of this world have painted this picture all wrong and they don't tell the true story of what is coming. There's something greater coming after this, and it is the kingdom of righteousness, and we are the children of righteousness, y'all. And the world will be judged on how they treated Yahweh's children coming through the earth, you all, because it was a choice. They had a choice whether to treat us good or bad. So, but as we are waking up to this active spiritual realm around us, we must learn how to navigate it and make it serve us rather than us being left in the dark of not knowing that we are the spiritual weapon. We are the spiritual weapon. It is within us, y'all. Ah, we that weapon. And that we are not being, and we not being made able to operate the power within us. So we got to wake up to know how to operate the power within us. We that spiritual weapon, uh, uh, warfare weapon, y'all. It's within us. It is us. So we need to learn how to operate what's already within us. In dealing with our own soul man, flesh man, and spirit man. Who are you allowing to rule your soul? The flesh or the spirit? Because that's what it boils down to. I told you we're spiritual beings in flesh bodies. We have a soul man. Okay? So who are you letting letting uh, uh, who are you allowing to rule our soul man, everyone? So we must know these things, y'all. So uh, uh, the scriptures are our spiritual help. It is the bomb of Gilead, and it is the spiritual uh, medicine for our souls. So we must know that, you all. So um, coming up out of this, we must know who we are and whose we are. Okay, when our spirit cells are connected to Yahweh via our faith, it causes a super to come on our natural. As I reemphasize, we're living in a magical environment, uh, actually script, uh, uh, spiritual, where words are life and are power. You know, our words mean everything. So we must know that our words, we must know to guard our mouth and to 
think before we speak and only only agree with what scripture says about who we are and whose we are in order to get out of where we are. And we can also seek scripture, you know, um, in our waking up. Uh, we need to read the Old Testament, the New Testament, the apocryphal books, and all of the other lost books that have been taken out of the Bible and that are associated with the Bible and that confirms the uh, King James Bible, y'all, because those are our spiritual weapons that we need to reign in and use in these end times. So, wow, we've come to the end of this broadcast quickly. Uh, this this ended uh, 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 way before I had a chance to really get into our spiritual warfare weapons. I'm going to teach you guys what our weapons are, how to use our weapons, and that we are the spiritual warfare weapons. So we must learn how to use that which is already inside of us, okay? So uh, we've come to the end of another broadcast of Eyes Can See with your teacher, uh, Empress Ima Shadon Yisrael, Mother to Israel. So please share this live video so that we can all come into our stolen identity and history together. Because Isaiah 10 and 20 says, on that day, the remnant of Israel and the survivors of the house of Jacob will no longer depend on him who struck them down, but they will truly rely on the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. So let's get there by the scriptures and that were left for us to find out who we truly are and what has happened to us. So please spread this message and make it go viral, you all, so that we can all be on the same page as to who we are and whose we are, and that we can get the uh, justice from America that we see. Let's make them answer to us who they truly bought into captivity and into slavery, you know, uh, for 254 years of that 400 years that we had to serve, you know, uh, as uh, covenant breakers. So bye for now and blessings. Remember to spread this message. Thank you. Thank you.